Oh, man, this is really living. What's up, everybody? It's Friday, April 23rd, I believe. That is the day. <laughs> I can't recall if it's actually the 23rd. I'm pretty sure it is. <clears throat> 1.02 p.m. and I'm driving to work. Uh, had a hard time getting out the door this morning because of uh, a number of reasons. But I got up early, 5.45 for my uh, men's Bible study. And then once I got back home, it was really hard to get my act together. I'm staying over at my brother's house tonight. So I had to pack a bag and laundry from the washer to the dryer, pack lunch. Um, so I didn't get out to do as much door dashing as I normally do on a Friday morning, um, which is frustrating because I feel like every hour that I'm not out driving is lost income. But I know the motivation isn't there as strongly because we did pay off our credit card debt. With that being said, my wife had a flat tire yesterday her way to work, which led to our the two front tires of her car having to be replaced and the rib having to be replaced. Uh, and alignment, which is a few hundred dollars. You know, not that far after having to spend a few hundred dollars on my car. Uh, our inspections are coming up in June and July. So I'm hoping we didn't just put brand new tires on these cars and that they don't pass inspection. I think we'll be okay. I just hope it's not huge dollar figures because last year um, it was a huge dollar amount for both of our cars. Um, cases are dropping again, which is awesome. Uh, I believe in the last seven days as of this video, uh, the average daily cases have dropped uh, about 8,500 a day since the previous seven day period. Um, so that's good. Deaths continue to drop. Although you have Joe Biden out there threatening to cancel the Fourth of July, I just think this guy's so out of touch with how Americans are acting. If he's acting as though every state is still locked down, he's acting as though people are not seeing their families and having gatherings in their homes. He really believes that everyone listens to him and Dr. Fauci, which is not true. I think there's like 20 states that don't have mask mandates anymore. All of those states see it are, have a decline in cases. People are living their lives, man. It's just hilarious that he thinks that he can threaten people because they're not getting the vaccine. Because what's happening now, which is what I predicted, you can go back in my videos. I said by about April 27th, they will have given everybody who wants a vaccine uh, at least one dose. And we're getting pretty close to that. 200 doses uh, given out and uh, 200 million I'm sorry doses given out they say that by the end of May everybody will be vaccinated but now daily vaccinations are dropping because they're running out of people who want the vaccine and they're going to start threatening and fear mongering to get people over to the clinics to the drugstores whatever to get that jab because their entire 
playbook is fear-mongering to get people to get this vaccine. And if they don't get it, they're going to hold it over you and say, you can't go back to normal. And they've, they've said they're not going to make them mandatory because blah, blah, blah. But I guarantee you, if they have over half of their supply, which right now, if we've administered 200 million doses, they've ordered like 1.3 billion doses, which is ridiculous because we only have 330 million people in the United States, 85 million of which are children. Um, we ha we're gonna have so much vaccine supply that will ultimately end up having to go to other countries, which is fine. Uh, if they want it, they can have it. Um, that they're gonna end up looking like idiots because they will have overestimated the amount of people who want this vaccine. Think about the fact that we're at 32 million cases, maybe just shy of 32 million. And some, most estimates say that for every confirmed case, there's probably about, uh, they say as, as little as four cases, as many as 10 cases, so six and a half is what most epidemiologists that I've read are using. Six and a half cases for every confirmed case. So that puts us at um, 200 million cases plus, uh, something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, over, uh, a little over 200 million people have had coronavirus in the United States out of 330 million. So, uh, coupled with that, the you know we're at like almost 100 million people who are fully vaccinated of the adults, um, and more than half of the adult population has received one dose of the vaccine. They're running out of opportunities. So, I'm going to predict now that the variant talk is going to go up. I'm also going to predict now that. They're going to start once we once the fear of the virus starts to wane, which it already is for the most part. Especially now that people are going outside, studies are showing that you can't really pass the virus outside. It's almost scientifically impossible. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to predict that they're going to start to shift the narrative and say, "Wow, the, the pollution was less. You know, the climate actually really benefited from these lockdowns." And I see the World Economic Forum actually tweeted that out in I think it was January they made a tweet saying oh it was actually the lockdowns actually helped the environment right at the heart of the biggest surge and everyone flipped out and they took it down they took down their tweet because they was such a tone-deaf tweet but they showed their hand because ultimately they're already shifting to the climate focus you can believe whatever you want about climate change. I mean, I believe that climate changes, and I believe it's cyclical. If you look back at history, I believe it has to do with the phases of the sun. Temperatures rise and fall. Um, I believe we should not pollute our earth. We should take care of our God's given resources. But I believe we should do it wisely. But they're shifting to climate emergency. They're, they're going to shift the fear porn into the climate. And it's just, it's so obvious if you're looking um, that they want the world and the public in a state of fear. And I implore all of you, if you are crippled by fear, ask the Lord 
give you peace, to give you clarity. Because what's happening is people are living, especially Christians, are living in a state of fear that has crippled them. Now, there are proper precautions we can take if you're immunocompromised. There are things that you should do to protect yourself. If you want to get the vaccine, pray about it. That's between you and God. Um, I do encourage you to look into it. Talk to your doctor. Uh, talk to someone who's trustworthy. And, uh, and make that decision. <clears throat> what I will say is if the vaccine was so effective and so safe, they wouldn't have to bribe people into getting it, which they're trying to, to think about ways to, to motivate people to get it. If it was, if the pandemic was as deadly as we are told, and the vaccine was as effective and safe as we're told, then there should be no concern about vaccine hesitancy. The trouble is, is that the organizations at the top have proven themselves to be untrustworthy over the decades, over decades and decades of manipulating the public, that now those chickens are coming home to roost. Because people are saying, why should I get this? I'm not concerned. I already had the virus. My natural immunity is actually stronger than an artificial immunity because I actually battled the virus. And any variants, typically T-cell immunity and, and that type of immunity, naturally acquired immunity, is more uh, reliable because it's, it, it's not geared specifically to one variant or another variant or a mutation. It's actually a defense against the virus as a whole versus a mRNA gene therapy that's called a vaccine. So, anyway, those are my thoughts. I hate that I keep going off on a rant. And I might even delete this video because I'm saying the same things that I always say. And I don't think it's helpful for you necessarily to just regurgitate information. Um, but I will say get out there and live your life. Because that's the most important thing you can do. What's up? It's Monday. Yeah. Monday. April 26th, 4.53 p.m. I'm at my son's baseball game. And uh, it's a beautiful day. It's a little chilly, though. Uh, cases have dropped significantly. We're looking at possibly uh, a decrease in daily cases by an average of 10,000 cases a day for the seven-day average. Also, um, they are most likely going to use common sense with the outdoor masking recommendation to get rid of that. Um, I did see that in the United States, only 36% of unvaccinated people say that they would get it if they had the opportunity. So they're running out. They're running out of people to vaccinate. So um, we had the lowest number of cases recorded since September 8th, lowest number of deaths recorded since September 20th. So, uh, things are looking good. Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, April 27th. 19 years ago today was the first concert by The No Longer, which is the band that I led for 12 plus years. Um, so, that's a fun anniversary every time it comes up. Um, most recent numbers <coughs> great news. Daily average, seven-day average of cases, 56,000. 
which is 11,000 fewer than the previous seven-day period. That's right, 11,000. Most significant drop in daily cases uh, in one week's time since the middle of February. And the daily deaths have dropped below 700. 692 daily deaths, seven-day average. Um, uh, we'll see what happens. There's a lot of interesting stuff brewing on the political front. I encourage you to look into that. Um, and a lot of interesting stuff going on with the Arizona audit, which the mainstream media is trying to spin as a conspiracy, which I find really funny. They're concerned about transparency, which it's basically the most transparent election anything that's ever happened. There's nine cameras live streaming continually that anybody can tune in and watch. Um, it was done all through the legal process, the legislature. Um, it's not under cover of darkness. They just weren't paying attention to it until all of a sudden it was happening, and now they're forced to acknowledge it <coughs> and provide cover by automatically shedding doubt on the results of whatever the audit finds. And if the audit finds that the election was secure, great. That's all we want. We want to ensure the election the election was done correctly. The reason they're scrambling, the reason they're flipping out, is because they know that there's going to be voting uh, irregularities that are going to be uncovered. Maybe not enough to overturn the results in Arizona. But they don't want anyone to know that illegal aliens vote. They don't want anyone to know that people who've moved out of state vote. They don't want to know that dead people voted. Or people voted from post office boxes, which is against state laws. They don't want the world to know that. Because that will encourage voter integrity legislation. That's why they're really upset. It hasn't been. Yes, they're afraid that people are going to, um, you know, say that Donald Trump actually won the election or whatever. That's what they're spinning in. But the real reason is they don't want voter integrity laws to be enacted because they rely on the, uh, the lack of accountability to ensure that they can pad the, the voting rolls they can um, cloud the results by having illegal aliens voting, etc., etc. It's all connected. The fact that they're allowing uh, unchecked hundreds of thousands of migrants coming into the country. If we require U.S. citizenship to vote, and there's a way to verify that, then their plan of getting people who come into the country to help them vote, to change the electorate, it's not going to work. And what's even funnier is that many of these folks who come through legally are in, the, uh, they support voter integrity laws, they support strong borders, because they came in the right way, and people coming in illegally are actually keeping wages down. They're keeping people in low-income communities from being able to gain ground economically because they're undercutting the workforce with low-paying jobs. They're taking that and they're sending it back to their home 
has nothing to do with what country they're from or these people. They've been incentivized to behave in such a way because their countries are not providing for them the way that America would. And also, our president is giving them a free pass to break our national laws. Wednesday, April 28th, 5.56 a.m. Uh, I decided to switch the day that I got up early for the Bible study with my uh, friends from church because Friday was not working well for me. Being up that long, dude, getting up that early on a Friday and then being out until like 11 o'clock at night and then having to turn around and do three shows the next day. To, to tell people they can't wear masks. That's why Joe Biden's wearing a mask outdoors alone when the guidance says you don't have to do that. I never did that anyway. I don't wear a mask outside, period. It's nonsense. From day one, they've always said you only need to wear a mask outside in situations where you cannot social distance socially distanced, which even that is completely ridiculous, but I've just chosen not to wear a mask outside because I need the fresh air. Our body needs the fresh air. Um, yeah, that's crazy. We're going to look back on this one day, I pray, and say how stupid and gullible we were to allow the 
government to tell us how to protect ourselves. What's up, everybody? It's Thursday, April 29th, 5.54 p.m. I'm wearing a Ghostbusters hat. Um, yeah, so cases are dropping significantly. Sorry if that's making noise. My ear thing is weird. Um, and they just, uh, CDC announced that they want the PCR test threshold lowered to 28 or under for any impossible infections post-vaccination means they're manipulating the numbers because they don't want people testing positive for the virus after they get vaccinated because that'll undermine uh, the vaccine effort. Can you imagine what would have happened in the pandemic if they lowered the PCR test cycle to 28 or under? Yeah, the pandemic would be over. This is what we've been saying. Um, not just me, but lots of people have been saying this. Lots of doctors, scientists. Um, even Dr. Fauci said that. He didn't know you, that you knew that he said that, but he did. The New York Times put out an article saying 90% of the positive tests could be false positives because of the sensitivity of the PCR test. It was in August. You can look it up. And now they're going to manipulate the numbers to show that the vaccine ended the pandemic so that they can have a big announcement and say, look, we, we beat the virus. It's over. Isn't that great? All because of the vaccine. So anyone who refuses the vaccine, you're the enemy. Because the vaccine is what got us out of this pandemic. Not the fact that it's been proven now that it's seasonal. And the cases started dropping significantly before the vaccine even was rolled out. I mean, before a majority of the population had been given the vaccine. So, anyway, it's frustrating to see the fact that they're changing the rules of the game right in the middle of it, just like they always do, and nobody cares. And they know nobody cares, which is why they're so open about it. CBS manipulated a poll saying that 85% of people approved of Joe Biden's speech, even though, I think it was ABC News said that it was the lowest number of, of approved people who approved it was lower than um, Trump's first speech and Obama's first speech. The reason it was 85% is because only about 18% of those that were asked were Republicans. So how do you get only 15% of people to disapprove? You only ask 18% of the people who would disapprove. How about that? Manipulating the numbers. All you have to do is look at the videos on social media before they start to change the the uh, the likes and dislikes, which they YouTube is now doing. They're manipulating the numbers of likes and dislikes of uh, Joe Biden's speeches. You can see that pretty much every one has so many more negative responses than positive responses. They also disable comments on the White House videos, which is funny because imagine if Donald Trump had done that. Actually, he did do that. He tried to um, remove comments of his social media account, and they said he wasn't allowed to do that because of free speech. Um, there was like a lawsuit about it. But somehow it's perfectly fine for White House now to disable comments from videos because they don't want people, you know, fact-checking Joe Biden 
or something. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, it's uh, it's very difficult to watch the public be lied to. And I'm not even saying, you know, because Democrat or whatever, or because it's Joe Biden, because you have actual real journalists like Glenn Greenwald, Matt Taibbi, that are on the left, considered themselves liberals, calling out the media. So it's not just me. There are people who still do real journalism, and I will credit them whether it supports my view or not. But the fact that the majority of the public thinks that what they're getting is the actual news is the thing that I find most disconcerting. That's why my whole vendetta of late has been about getting truth out there and attacking the media because it's corrupt. It's been you're being manipulated by it so much so that they are there are news anchors that literally say, and it's been proven. They say that Operation Warp Speed happened under the Biden administration. And they try to say that it's Biden who's making the vaccines a success. Even though 20 million people had been vaccinated before Joe Biden even took office. And they had already reached the daily number necessary to get to 100 vaccinations, 100 million vaccinations on Joe Biden's 100th day. On the day that he was inaugurated, they were already at the rate. And of course, when you're rolling something out that's brand new, it's only going to get more. You're only going to get more. It's only going to get more efficient. It's just mind-boggling to me. And they try to act like he had something to do with it. You actually think that if the president's... If Joe Biden hadn't become president, that more vaccinations wouldn't have happened? It's just the nature of things. They grow exponentially. It's how it was. Also, Donald Trump said back last year that every... American would be eligible for the vaccine in April. And everyone said, that's unlikely. He's lying. And then they celebrate when Joe Biden says, hey, everyone's eligible for the vaccine in April, as though it's something that he accomplished. It's just mind-boggling to me that you would hear that and you would hear it through your filter, your news media filter, because of your preferred political uh, viewpoint, and just be ignorant of the fact that you're being lied to. Do you want to be lied to? If you want to be lied to, then fine deal with it. Listen to it, but stop talking to me about me not knowing things. Because I can tell you what, I know more about COVID than probably Dr. Fauci at this point, because I've actually read studies and seen things that he has turned a blind eye to. I know that's a ridiculous hyperbole, and I meant it that way. But based on the messaging that's coming from the CDC and Dr. Fauci and stuff, I might argue that I do actually know more about COVID than he does. Um, because I actually am listening to multiple viewpoints to form an, an actual opinion. I'm not stuck on one thing. And what's funny is that there have been things that Dr. Fauci has come out and admitted after I've said them on this show. Because I was reading scientists from across the world. And the CDC has then had to announce like, oh yeah, maybe transmission outdoors is low. We've been saying that for almost a year. But no, everybody was afraid, so they had their masks on outside. It's just... It's frustrating. It's frustrating that... I said to my wife last night, it's really frustrating being on the side that is always told that they're wrong. 
I would love to just be agreeable. I would love to just be brainwashed. I would love to just buy the narrative. The trouble is I have this little thing called integrity and a, a thirst for knowledge and the truth. And I don't just go along to get along. That's not my nature. That's not how God wired me. And it is frustrating that some people would willingly abandon a search for what's actually true and right just to get along. Like, I'll just keep wearing a mask until they say I can't. I don't have to. I just, because I just don't want to bother with it. I just don't want to be that person. Now that they're saying, now that the CDC came out and said that you don't have to wear a mask outside anymore, people are complaining and saying, how dare the CDC put lives at risk? You've got to be kidding me. Like, seriously, people are still, they're fully vaccinated. The CDC said, you don't have to wear a mask outside because transmission is nearly impossible outside. And they're like, I'm still going to wear a mask because I want to show people that I care about them. So they showed the rules of the game. It was never about safety. It was always about showing people that you cared. It was always a signal. It was never scientifically based, but I'm the one that's accused of politicizing masks. I'm not the one who said wear it because it's the right thing to do. I'm the one who said wear it because it might help you. And then when it was proven, which it's been several times, whether you want to admit it or not, that it doesn't actually help, and most people agree, or they did before this pandemic, that masks give a false sense of security because then people ignore other patterns. And they're also vectors of transmission because people don't put on a brand new mask every single time. They touch it, they spread it, they do all these things. Not only that, but people then get bacterial pneumonia because they're breathing in their own waste. Sorry, rant, I know. it's You guys are probably getting tired of this, which I can see in the numbers as it continues to get lower and lower, but hey. Once it gets to the point where nobody's listening anymore, I'll probably still be going because it's the only way I can get it out there because if I talk about this stuff with everybody uh, at work and stuff, I wouldn't have a job. <laughs> hey everybody, happy Friday. Happy last day of April. It's 1.27 p.m. and I'm almost at work and I've just been listening to some podcasts. Took it easy this morning. Tried to sleep in a little bit as much as I could. My body just wakes up, so I don't really actually fall asleep again, but I just laid there <laughs> and uh, tried to get um, rested up for this weekend. Um, I just had a couple thoughts about the direction I've gone over this last year. I've obviously changed by being way more outspoken about my opinions and stuff. Uh, which turns a lot of people off, I know that. Um, and just feeling a little bit of conviction about the anger that I've allowed to dominate my life over the last year. Anger towards other people. Anger towards the uh, restrictions. Anger towards the deception. But ultimately my anger would be directed at God because he's the one that's in control of these things and they are happening under his watch. Obviously, um, it's the free will of man choosing to um, do what they feel is right, doing what is right in their own eyes, like it talks about in the Bible, rather than what is right according to God's will. But um, 
I don't know how healthy and productive it is for me to constantly be battling um, the status quo when my heart is not in the right place. When I'm not trusting God. Now, that doesn't mean that we just blindly trust God and don't engage in the culture. Far from it. We change the culture by the way we live our lives, but complaining constantly is not a Christ-like quality, and I'm guilty of that. Very guilty of that over this last year. And I just want to confess that out loud to the Lord and to all of you um, that there needs to be a change in my heart that I don't allow my anger over what I think is unjust to allow me to also become guilty of dehumanizing others or otherizing as they say by forgetting doesn't allow me uh, to forget that the people I disagree with are human beings and in most cases they truly believe that what they're doing is right whether I think it is or not Um, uh, so by taking a, a position contrarian position on something I cannot allow myself to become the victim of dehumanizing the opposing side which I have been guilty of doesn't mean I can't be outspoken about what's right and what's wrong, but I have to be um, Christ-like in the way that I do that. So those are just the things I'm thinking about right now. The more I dig in my heels, the angrier I get about what's going on, ultimately my issue is with God, is with the creator, sustainer of all things, and that is the debate and the reasoning together that I need to do. It's with the Lord. Intimately, just Him and I, working through my heart issues, working through uh, my concerns, my anxieties, my fears. That battle needs to happen in private, in prayer, daily, so that I can be an effective instrument for the kingdom of God and spouting data and criticizing government officials as much as it might be helpful to some I have to be doing it from a right heart and a right frame of mind so you guys can be praying for me about that because when you're faced with things and you see things that make you question everything around you, the anger that builds up in you is uh, its no joke. I don't know if you can hear me right now. I'm going to close this. Close my... Sorry. It's a, it's, a, it's a real thing. So we don't want to be ruled by anger or fear. Uh, so you can be praying for me about that. Because I want to I want to start doing things that really matter. Doing things that can change hearts and change lives. And getting angry 
over <clears throat> masks, which don't even get me started on, and fighting about the issue of masks is, uh, or fighting over this or that, while it's necessary in terms of our health to have those battles and those discussions, I have to be doing it for the right reason. And the ultimate goal should be, for me, not for myself, but for the other person, is to change their heart. It's for God to change their heart. To change my heart through the process.